Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to a midweek mini episode. Um, this is a live that I did on the gram, Instagram, for those that don't know, uh, with Molly Cahill. And she is a, she's become a friend of mine, honestly, um, through Instagram. Uh, like a lot of you are. So many people that I've never actually met that I would consider my friend. And Molly is one of them. So she's a marketing and Instagram coach for health and wellness professionals. And I, I don't know this like firsthand from her, but I'm pretty sure chiropractic is her favorite health and wellness professional. Um, and if I asked her, I'm sure she would say yes, because she's smart because she knows she's talking to me and that's what I want to hear. Uh, so we did a live, I don't know, a few weeks ago on Instagram talking about understanding your insights on Instagram, because one of the things that I really, really believe in is if you are a brick and mortar chiropractor, if you are a brick and mortar business, um, you should have a social media account. You should have Facebook and Instagram. But I think that the pressure to be on Instagram so much to be going viral, to do all these things is, is like really force fed to us. And you shouldn't be, those shouldn't be your goals. Um, you're not trying to become an influencer. You're not trying to become worldwide famous. You want to be countywide famous. And so I love talking to Molly. We've had, to, she's like right in alignment with my thinking on things that chiropractors should actually care about. So today we're talking um, just kind of some metrics. How do you know whether your time is being well spent on social media and what can you do uh, to improve it if you find that your insights are maybe not quite uh, as good as they should be. So here is my episode with Molly. Uh, if you want more of her, go check out episode 89. She was back. My God, there's been a lot of episodes. If you scroll way on back to episode 89, she is a guest and I'm going to have to have her on again soon because Social media, it is changing so often that, you know, we need to know what, what's the new thing. So we'll have her on for a full episode soon, but here is um, a sneak peek at our live. Hope you enjoy. Hey friend. 
Okay, so today we are doing a live and I am not doing this by myself. Um, I am having a guest on. I am having Molly Cahill on, um, which is an amazing, amazing person um, who is so knowledgeable. Uh, so we're having Molly on, who is kind of like an expert within chiropractic Instagram. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. How are you? I'm outside. We're selling our house. So there's always people in and out. So like the home inspector's here and somebody's checking for termites. So I just like came outside. (laughs) Uh, A couple weeks ago, I had to record an episode with Heidi Havik, who is like a big deal. And literally I came home on my lunch break, like two, like five minutes to start this episode. And I have a lady cleaning my house, a plumber and two contractors and my brother-in-law using our internet. And I'm like, I like went back to my house. I'll go outside. So so let's talk insights. Let's talk. Um, I am really, I plan this surprise. Like I had you on to you for you to be the expert. Cause I have, when I go to insights, I feel like I probably do what a lot of people do, which is like click on the insight button and then look at numbers. And if they're green, that means it's higher. So that's good. Um, but ultimately I don't like, there's a lot of questions I have about as far as like, how do we really know that we're being successful? Because like, I think one of the biggest things that like my message when it comes to social media for chiropractors, that is different than like, if you're following a social media influencer (laughs) is like, don't waste time. I don't want to waste time. Like I transitions, cool reels, fantastic. If you're in the mood and have time to do them that week. But like, I just want to make sure that anything and everything I'm doing is actually working towards the bottom line, which is bringing people, real people who live in my community to give me money. That's what I, I love. Want. I mean, change that. that. And I laugh because that's actually like the ethos of everything I do is you are not a full-time content creator. You are not an influencer. If you are, you're not, you're not tuned into the right live right now. <laughs> this is for the people who run a full-time this is business. Good enough social media. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is for people who have a life and a full-time business and social media is just like the extra. Um, so I see so many people I know. I'm so excited to talk about this. So yeah, I'll just get started. I, I kind of, I'm so glad you came up with this idea. This is such a good, this is Dr. Lauren's idea to talk about insights. So, and you look so cute by the way. Um, so I look at insights a little differently than other people do. Um, a lot of the big influencers or social media marketers you talk about always say like, go to your insights, see what's working and do more of that. That's not bad advice. It's not inherently, you know, always bad, but it's, but it's flawed. And here's why. If you post a really silly reel of like you having a baby, having a blowout or something like that, like that gets tons of traction. I mean, that's not actually a great example because that actually is educational. No, it's, it's a fantastic example because yeah. it gets 11 million views and my Instagram gets trash because now I have 13,000 non-local followers. But if that's yeah. where you're going. So it's then. like to, on the surface to look at, and don't worry, we're actually going to get granular and I'll go through each type of insight, but like the sexier, like more visible metrics are great but that's not the only thing that matters because sometimes Mm -hmm. you might have like a carousel post you know that's explaining the ins and outs of the nervous system no one's gonna be like yeah like share (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do that type of content 
So you have to have a mix of what I like to call like your core evergreen. This is what makes me an authority content that might not be as sexy, like maybe not as many people like it, comment it comment on it. It doesn't get as much reach, whatever, but you still have to have that in conjunction with the more viral, sexier, like, um, one, one, uh, category of content I have. And, Oh, you could go listen to my episode on she slays. Cause it's where we talk about all the different content categories. Um, is like, I call it my engagement category. And yeah, those are posts I do simply for the sheer fact of I want people to comment, share, like comment the last three things you bought on Amazon. But you still, so if I were to just look at my metrics, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to post all of stuff like that. Right. That doesn't establish you. That's a promoter. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of thing. Number one is just to realize that it's, there are a lot of broke ass popular people on Instagram. So there's that. <laughs> um, and another thing to note, and you can speak to this because you're actually way more consistent on Instagram than I am. Um, you're too busy running other people's Instagram. <laughs> I have some clients on now. Uh, hi, and some AGMH students. Um, we don't track our metrics for our clients uh, for one piece of content, one week of content. We go on a month basis because, as you know, you could post the same exact thing Monday and then post it again two Thursdays from now with the same exact cover, caption, hashtag, same exact time of day, and it can get wildly different results. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to speak to that, like if you've seen. I would love, honestly, I would love to know. So there's two things that have really been like are really pushed when it comes to like making sure your con besides making sure that your quality of your message. So assuming that you found like your quality of your message is um, hashtags still, those are still out, right? What do you mean? Like are hashtags like uh, the Instagram God, what's his, that can't pronounce it. Adam Masseri. No, he was wrong. Actually. It's so funny because, uh, all the people I was, I follow that I trust like debunked, like I can look at my clients insights. They're still getting, you know, it might not be as many as it used to be, but hashtags are still. My insights don't call out, um, any hashtags anymore. Oh, really? Really? So about two plus months ago, when I went into my insights, no longer would I see um, from hashtags. Ah, they're no, they're gone. Hashtags is nowhere to be found. So I used zero hashtags for the last two months. Um, but then I started noticing that on my like just feed, I would see posts, and I'm like. Why am I seeing this? I don't follow this person. And it would be because I follow the chiropractic lifestyle pod, uh, hashtag. And I'm like, for God's sake, what am I doing? Are they in? Are they out? And so I started kind of playing around with them again. I'm still not seeing them on insights at all. And they're I just don't out. know that they're not out. Especially if you're a brick and mortar business, like max out the maximum amount of local hashtags you can find. Because even if like, I think of hashtags a little differently than most people, even if they don't give you immediate reach, it's like this place that you live on Instagram. If someone like, okay, I'm getting ready to move from Pensacola to Cincinnati. First thing I'm going to do is look up the hashtags for my town to find a hair girl to find maybe a chiropractor, you know, um, and I've had clients say, well, do people really do that? Yeah, 
they do. That's how I find, especially like hair, like my microblading needs to be touched up. Like I want to go look at people like, I want to see the eyebrows. Like, so even if you're not getting immediate uh, reach or like gratification from using your hashtags, that's where you live. Like that's your little corner telling so hashtags yeah. are yes. Hashtags are yes. Still use hashtags. Even if they're not in the insights, they're yes. Keep doing yeah. them. I mean, especially too, like I said, if you're brick and mortar, like how easy is that? Like it's just so easy to, you know, it's like I said, it's your your little corner of the internet. So um people like to always like pretend like they found the next like greatest new thing. Like hashtags are in, hashtags are out. I mean, if hashtags were out, they wouldn't give you the ability to use hashtags, A and B. But they let you use them on stories. That's true. But oh, it's like, I don't think they know. That's actually a great point. I didn't think about that. But yeah, you shouldn't use them. I mean, they let you use them on Facebook. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't be using them. Well, apparently now on Facebook, you can get reach from hashtags. I don't, honestly, I don't really know enough about Facebook to. Here's why I return to using them despite my insights not giving me any information about whether or not they're working for me. Um, One, they started showing up on my feed. So like, I'm like, okay, well, obviously Instagram is using them. If Instagram is showing me people I don't follow because I follow a hashtag that I started following a year ago. Um, The other reason I started using them is because it just kind of makes sense that Instagram would still be using them because they've really talked about over the last few months, how this like SEO that they're going to start doing for like their search, like they are getting obsessed about the search algorithm. And so like that's changed even how I've been writing my uh, posts. So like, I don't write a three paragraph, four paragraph educational post every time I do a post. Sometimes I do. And sometimes I'm like, happy Friday. Now, like cute baby alert, right? So what I've done is even so on those posts where I'm keeping my description really short, because I'm like, it's just a cute picture. I got nothing more to say, except like, here you go. Um, Is I will try to use the keywords of like, it's always a happy Friday when you're a pediatric chiropractor. Yeah. So like I will, that's the other reason I've started using hashtags. I'm like, well, if they are really, you know, getting to the nitty gritty. So for people who don't know what I'm talking about, um, Instagram is like saying that they're really focusing on their search function. Instagram and Facebook over a year ago, maybe even two years ago, said they want to replace Pinterest and Google. Okay. So like that means that they want, they're training us to go to our explore page to find your hairstylist, to find your eyebrows. And so that means that they're really upping and spending a lot of time less on their glitchy reels, but they're getting less glitchy Um, and more on their ability for people to like search. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm making sure I have my keywords in there. Um, So now if you're a brick and mortar though, reminder, your keywords may not be pediatric chiropractor, you know, you can have them in there, but you're like, I love working in Madison, Wisconsin as a chiropractor, like get those keywords in there, people. So but here's what, I just did a post on this. So after this, if you want to go check my feed, it's only like three posts back. It's about hashtags in the first comment or in the caption. And that's why it's important to now, it used to not matter, but now to put your hashtags in the caption itself and not in the first comment, because, um, 
Instagram's keyword function that you're talking about picks up a hashtag the same way it picks up a word. So you could do hashtag Madison, Wisconsin, or just say Madison and either way it gets picked up in the keyword search. So you can go see if where you live or what you do is keyworded. All you do is go to the search bar on Instagram, type it in. And if there's a little magnifying glass next to it, then it's keyworded. But you know, what's so funny is because I don't just work with, well, a lot of chiropractors do functional medicine. Functional medicine is not keyworded, but like functional movement, functional yoga, like all this other stuff. It's so random. So, um, when, when they first came out, like very few things were keyworded and now they are more, but like, if you just go play around with it, let's say you type in green smoothie, the, the post that'll come up <clears throat> might not say green smoothie in the caption, but they have a hashtag that says green smoothie mm-hmm. or the other way around. So yep. like, so hashtags are totally in. Yeah. Use hashtags. Again, they probably never left, but they're in. Okay. The other main question I have about insights is time of day. Mm. how do I figure this out and then people tell me like oh but you need to check when your audience is because if they wake up at 7 a.m but they're pacific time then and then you need to do it an hour beforehand because and then you need to engage for that hour what am I doing what am I doing I'm probably not the best person to ask for time of day because I'm just like whatever you need to post when you like you need to make this work for you not for your audience so like mm-hmm. i found earlier in the day for me is better um i found if i post reels later in the evening i tend to get a lot of random likes from people who aren't my ideal yep. person i would definitely second that um, i tried i tried like a five o'clock um this week and i was like hmm, yeah that didn't that just didn't take off the way the other ones do. My main thing, and I, I, I hold true. This has been my MO from day one, and I hold true because I've seen it. So it works for me. Is when I post is when I have the time to be actively online for about 15 minutes, um, less or more. Like whatever you time Before you have. Before or like, after the post? After? Uh, just in general. Like it, it, it does. Typically what, I, what I've been doing lately is I'll get on. I'll check my DMs, like, you know, respond to those. Then I'll post. Then after I post, this is like a fun little trick, actually. Um, I, I wish I could give credit to the woman I learned it from, but I can't remember her name. <laughs> but um, always respond to your comments, right? Like, ah, right. Instagram keeps telling me, like, you've been on too long today. Um, always respond to your comments. But what I like to do is when I respond to the comment, I don't also like it because that gives you two opportunities to show up in someone's notifications. So like if you respond to their comment, it'll show in their notifications. Molly responded to your comment. And then when I post, if I haven't responded to any comments, I do. But if I have already responded, then I go like it. So then it's like, Molly liked your comment. So then they're like, wait, what is that? Or if you want to go back to like something really old on your feed and respond to comments or like, if you didn't, that really also kind of like sparks that interest. And I found that my content gets more reach when I do that. Okay. The content that you're liking on? No, what I, what I've just posted, like, so I've, I've had a couple days where I've just like auto posted in the morning and gotten busy with something else and forgotten about it. And it has not performed as well as if I like manually push it out and spend like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes just, and if I've already done, if I've already commented back, like replied to comments, and if I've already liked all the comments, then I'll just go to, um, you know, my target people and just start commenting on their stuff. 
So then which insights are you really focusing on? And like, what's your key advice for chiropractic insights? So let's break down what your insights mean. So when you go to view insights from your profile, you'll see um, reach and reach is simply the unique number of people who've seen your post. Um, Impressions is going to be bigger because impressions is like, Dr. Lauren, if you saw my hashtag post five times, you count as impressions five times, but for reach, you so our moms are all increasing our impressions. What now? All of our mothers who follow yeah. our Instagrams are increasing our impressions <laughs> yeah. by watching it. Because if you watch something times. multiple times or, or view a you know, static post multiple times, that yeah. counts as impressions more, but for reach, well, I posted a, I posted a reel a couple months ago where I used like the big bug eye cartoon eyes and my sister-in-law messaged me like a week later, like your niece watched that reel on repeat for like an hour <laughs> laughing hysterically. And I'm like, thank you. That helps my engagement. <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. Um, yeah. So I look at, there's not one reach, unique impression, total views. Yeah. Total. No matter if it was the same person looking at it a hundred times. Um, Does so Instagram like be affected by impressions? Will Instagram, be, will Instagram be affected? Like, are you going to, okay, let's just cut. I haven't done this, but I'm just thinking like trying to think. So let's say that you were on your own reel. I, and it was just playing over and over. The impressions. No, I didn't think so. Someone else asked that the other day in the group I'm in. And I'm like, I really don't know. I think it's smart enough to know that it's you. Um, yeah. I'd be like, nice try, Susan. Yeah. But anything is a positive signal to the algorithm, whether it's more impressions. If somebody's saving something and then coming back to it, that's going to up your impressions, right? Um a view used to be like on a real view used to be considered three seconds. I don't know if that's still, I haven't seen, have you seen, I haven't seen that change? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that's why I'm really loving these viral, like looping reels, which are just a five second video where you just replace, you know, pretend like you were going to do a normal post, but instead of the image or the graphic, replace it with, um, a five second video. And then you've got like this cool looping reel. Um, oh, that's not what I thought you meant by looping reel. So hold on. Oh, same looping reel. There's two different. Yeah. I know what you mean by looping where somebody don't do like the glass and then it like continue. It looks yeah. like you're starting over. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this the third time I'm watching this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So same, same concept. Like it's essentially like a really strong call to action. Be like, every mom should have this thing in their medicine cabinet. And you're like, what is it? (laughs) And then you're like, you know, the video is playing over and over in the background while people are reading the caption. That's what I mean by looping. I know what you mean. It's the different kind where it's like, you can't tell the beginning from the end. Yeah. The song that never ends. Yeah. (laughs) You're Um, you're the right age that you know that callback, right? Yeah. What was that? There was a a sheep involved or a lamb. If you're listening right now and you happen to be over the age of 32, Sherry? you know what we're talking Sherry, um, Sherry. Lamb chop. Lamb chop, sing along. We're going to to sing along. Yes. I was like, my, I could see my brain. You know the movie? Lamb chop? That's what the name of that was. I think so. You know the, you know the, um, that's morbid. <laughs> you know the video, the movie Inside Out. Like I could just, whenever I'm trying to think of something, I can just feel my brain going like, but I might be wrong. Let us know in the comments if I'm wrong. Sounds correct. Yeah. So 
Um, I like to think of like, what, what insight should you care about? Like to me, it really just depends on your specific call to action. So okay. if your specific call to action is to, uh, click the link in my bio to book an appointment and you don't see a lot of comments, that's fine. Like, Oh, one, one thing I see people doing, and I'm kind of guilty of it too. Sometimes is you have like four call to actions. You're like, save this, like it, comment, go to the link in my bio. And people are like, mm-hmm. Which one do I do? <laughs> so mm-hmm. just try to keep one really strong call to action. If it's an educational post, um, one of our favorite things to do for our clients is in the very first line. We'll lamb chop. Little- Sherry Lewis says. Okay. Sherry Lewis. Name Sherry. Thank you, Dr. Amy. Or is this Margie on one of you? Um, so I will do on the very first line, we'll do a diagonal arrow, like pointing to where the save button is, like save this post for reference. Um, and then you're not going to see a lot of comments, right? You're, you, you want to view the, you want to view the insights on that post and say, did it work? Did I get saves? Mm -hmm. If your call to action is to book an appointment, you want to view the insights on that specific post and see if people clicked your website. And it might, it's not going to be like, don't be expecting like hundreds of like, if you get three clicks, like, yeah, it's a free app. Like, cool. You know, it's a free fucking app, Karen. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. So, profile visits is it? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. So, like, insights for an individual post versus like going to your homepage and looking at insights. Yep. And how you do that is you just scroll your feed, click on a post, and you'll see a little view insights right there on the bottom left corner. Now, uh, we should probably backtrack and say, if you're like, hey, uh, I don't have any of these insights, it's because your account is not set up properly. You want to make sure you're a professional oh. business account, um, personal account. Like, I don't know what creator accounts have. I think they have something. I have a creative account. You do? So that's why I wonder why they're not giving me hashtags. I don't know. Yeah, I have a business account for Blue Hills Cairo and then a creator account for She Slaves. I'll, now you've got me curious. When we log off, I'll go look. Um, at all of our clients and see, but the last I just looked was a few days ago and I was still seeing, even on my, you know, I'm online and I'm still getting, um, impressions from or reach from hashtags. You know what though, when I was saying that I was talking about checking my insights on my profile, mm-hmm. not an individual post. Uh, yeah. so I wonder if that's that. So like for me, I'm always like, am I ranking on the chiropractic marketing hashtag? I better be, you know, things like that. Like, that's what I mm-hmm. always think. Um, profile visits is another really strong insight to look at, in my opinion, because that means they came across a piece of your content somewhere. Who knows where? And then they decided to click on your profile and say, well, what else does she have? I really like this, this video or this post. Let me look what else she has. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is another um, metric. That's not sexy. Like nobody can see that only you can see that, but it's cool because you get to see like, Oh, this, this post actually got them to come to my profile and look for more. Mm -hmm. So that's like website clicks, profile visits, reach impressions. What am I missing? Likes, everybody knows likes, comments, saves, shares, Um, saves and shares. Those are others that you can look at that no one else can see but you. But it's cool to be like, hey, someone liked this enough to save it. Yeah. So how does a chiropractor know if their insights suck or not? Like, I know it's all dependent on like how many people follow you. But like, 
oh, how, do, how do you tell someone like, hey, you're doing a great job, girl? The or overarching like, number I like to look at is just easy as reach. Because you can go to your insights from your profile, like you said, Dr. Lauren, um, and see if it's green. <laughs> um, do not look at it every day, every week. You will drive yourself nuts. Like pick, pick the same day every month, like the first of the month or something, and go look at it. Um, and it should be green. If it's not, then you can start diving in. Go ahead. Then do better. (laughs) Then you can start diving in and maybe you need some CPR for your account. That's what I call my engagement type posts. The like, um, you know, you can tell your 18 year old self three words. What would they be? Come in the last age without telling me. Um, you know, all the little things that, yeah, that's not really going to drive traffic to your website and get people to book an appointment, but it's going to help more momentum on my account. Um, so yeah, so I reach the reason I love the reach metric is because it's kind of like, um, I apologize for anybody who's heard me use this example a thousand times, but it just makes sense. It it's, you see a post for a tire shop over and over and over and over and over and over. You don't like it. You don't comment. You don't save. You don't share. You don't go visit their website. And then one day you have a blowout and you're like, oh, I think I remember seeing this post for a tire shop. Like that's reach. Like it's still getting into my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I'm not. Like it took me a year to get um, the Thrive Cosmetics um eyeliner thing, eyeliner, eyeshadows. I was seeing ads for them for a year and I just bought it. I was like, fine. I'll buy, I'll try your damn mascara. Uh, Cause I was out of eyeliner and I was like, you know what? Sure. Um, so that's why okay, I know. I need to know. The, hold on. Is it amazing? Yeah. I love it. That, yeah. It's awesome. So you're, you're like, okay. Yeah. I, it blends well. It stays well. I really like it. But, um, the thing about chiropractic that me, me not being a chiropractor and me being your ideal patient, a lot of vitalistic, you know, I feel like chiropractic gets put into these two camps. It's like, you're either like the auto accident or you're like vitalistic. And it's like the vitalistic chiropractors are scared to ever talk about symptoms because they're like, I don't want to be lumped into the auto accident category. Mm -hmm. But the truth is I, this is like two, two examples this week from my best friend, um, her daughter's having to have some like reading tutoring and math tutoring. And then like her teacher called last week and was like, she's really having a hard time focusing. And I was just, I texted her. I was like, Hey, I don't want to meddle, but like, have you ever gotten her adjusted? She was like, Oh my gosh, why did I never think about that? Because guess what? My best friend, the mom had migraines her whole life. Like in college, I would like take care of her while she's like puking with migraines. And I'd harped on her for years to go to the chiropractor and she's been going and guess what? She doesn't have migraines anymore. And so when I told her about like, Hey, have you considered taking your daughter? She's like, why didn't I think of that? Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to put out those symptom carrots to get people in. And that's why I love reach as a metric because it's like, Oh, I think I remember I didn't interact with it, but I think I remember seeing a post about migraines. Yep. That makes total sense. That makes total sense. I like it. All right. Final thoughts on insights. Just don't obsess. I mean, like I said, just remember that you could post the exact same thing on a different day, same time of day, even same day if you wanted, and you'll probably get different. We're not obsessing over (laughs) hashtags, but we are using them. Yeah, I do. Yeah. We are not obsessing over time of day, but we're taking note if something does better. 
or what? Yeah, I, like I said, I just, I like to think of it of when, um, <clears throat> when I can be on and, you know, if you're Instagram, you wouldn't want me to just like throw something on your free app and be like, Hey, help me out for free. Like you want me on the app. You want me like interacting and building that community. All right. One more question yeah. before you leave. Okay. Boosting posts. I know nothing about what, what is your specific question? Are fully organic. Yeah. So like I, to be honest, I think boosting posts is again for brick and mortar. It's like great. Cause it's so easy to set your target mm-hmm. to be local. For me, I haven't had a lot of luck targeting, even when I've tried to target like chiropractic colleges and whatever. But I think, I think with local people, like, you know, if you want to put uh, local network, I know, and I shouldn't talk, I haven't boosted a post in over maybe even a year and a half now because I set the parameters for females and like yada, 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 chiropractic, chiropractic, chiropractic. And my analytics were 98% men. And it was like, Instagram this is not okay. You this is not We messed up okay. the next like it wasn't even like a sexy picture. I'm just like, not cool. So yeah, I haven't, I was like, well, fine. If you're going to do that and take my money that I'm not boosting. So yeah, I just, like I said, I, for brick and mortar people, like I do have some people I can refer you to. If you want to learn more about ads, I, I, it's not my wheelhouse because I go into Instagram ads manager and I just start to like hyperventilate. I'm like, there's too many options. <laughs> But if you're just going to boost it, I mean, I say, you know, why not? Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. I, I hope you sell your house. Uh, what now? I hope you sell your house. We did. It's We're under contract. Oh. Well, yeah. We're under and contract. And do you have a home you're moving into? Um, not yet, because in this market, you're not competitive enough with your offer until you're closed on your previous house. So we'll probably be living in my mother-in-law's basement for a little while. <laughs> I lived in my mother-in-law's basement when we first started, but no kids. So have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Thank Lauren. you so much, Molly. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. <laughs>